Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The term gaslighting, do you understand what it means and would you recognise it? Uh, Gillian Baker from Adapt House here in Limerick is on the line uh, to help us out with this, uh, as is a podcaster and friend of the Limerick Today show, Sophie Latouche, and you're both very welcome. Good morning to you. Um, Hi, Joe. Gillian, what exactly does it mean, gaslighting? Yeah, so gaslighting is a term used to describe psychological manipulation um, whereby a person like would sow seeds of doubt in another individual. Um, it occurs in abusive relationships and the aim really is to confuse and disorientate a person so, so that they can be more easily controlled. And it makes a person question their reality, question their memories, their judgments, decisions. And what it does is it creates a, a real kind of internal conflict that impacts a person's self-esteem, their mental health, their well-being, their self-worth. Um, and in some cases, uh, it can actually cause people to question their own sam- sanity. So it's quite damaging. Right. I mean, Sophie, it's pretty terrifying stuff. I mean, I was looking at some of the definitions around it uh, today and the things that somebody involved in gaslighting will do, and often it is um, against a, a partner, um, telling blatant lies. You uh-huh. know it's a lie, but they tell you the lie with a strange face. They deny yeah. they ever said something, even though you know they do and you have proof. Um, yeah. They wear you down over time. Uh-huh. Uh, what they do doesn't match what they say. Then very occasionally they throw in a bit of positive reinforcement just to keep you off balance. Confusion yeah. to weaken people. I mean, it is appalling stuff. It is appalling stuff, but you know what, Joe? I think if all of us take all of that into consideration, I think everybody has experienced it at some point in their lives, whether it be with a relationship or a friendship or a friend group in the workplace. You know, I think it's important to point out the fact that, you know, this happens not only just in personal relationships, this happens within friend groups and workplaces as well. Um, and I mean, when I was looking through all of the stuff, I mean, I had an, a personal experience last year with um, a group of friends, you know, that I was like, oh, yeah, OK. Oh, I see it now, you know. And usually, I suppose, when it comes to friendships, there's usually kind of a ringleader who would be probably like the narcissistic gaslighter that spreads the lies throughout the group, kind of makes everybody become allies. Um, and they can also, you know, go into your own personal relationships, you know, with maybe your spouse or maybe other friends um, and help try isolate you by turning them against you as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think I I didn't really understand the term gaslighting, but when I read it, I suppose the easiest way to put it is psychological manipulation. Um, and then it branches off into loads of different things. So if anybody out there does feel in any relationship in their life that something like that is happening, I think it would be important to look up the term and everything else around it, you know? Yeah, we're chatting to Sophie Latouche and Gillian Baker. Gillian is from Adapt Limerick. So the purpose of this, Gillian, uh, by the perpetrator is manipulation of the individual. Yeah, and I suppose we come uh, we come up against it in the context of our work because I suppose we provide support for women and children who are affected by domestic abuse. So we see it as a kind of common feature in the abusive relationship, in the experience 
of the women that we work with. Um, so it is used as a, as a tactic or a technique to ma- maintain control over that person. So it's constantly putting that seed of doubt in the, into the person to the extent that they're questioning their own reality. So like a perpetrator in this situation could deny, could lie, and they wear people down over time. And they do this with the aim of controlling the situation, controlling the other person. Because when you're doubting yourself and you're feeling uncertain about who you are or what's going on around you, you become more vulnerable and easier to manipulate. Sophie, I mean, this isn't always easy and sometimes it's not even possible, but is the best thing to do to get away from a toxic gaslighting relationship? Absolutely. I think, you know, I came to the decision to walk away from it and just to cut off contact. Don't give them anything of your stuff to borrow. Don't need anything from them um, and just walk away. Like, you know, the only way to win with a toxic person is not to play. And that, that is the be-all and end-all, I think, because when somebody is gaslighting you or is narcissistic, they never see the wrong in what they're doing um, because they're, they have a very authoritarian type of personality. So you're never going to win that fight. So if you know that something doesn't make you feel good, I think it is up to you to walk away and maybe get some therapy after because the aim of uh, a gaslighter is to wear you down. So you know, you're going to be walking away feeling a lot less strong than what you were going into the relationship. And it maybe it's happened over a couple of years and you believe some of the things that those people have said about you or, you know, some of the beliefs that they have about you have transferred onto you. So walk away, get right. some therapy and find new friends or partners yeah. or what it means, you know. Um, and Gillian, you know, sometimes it's not possible to easily walk away. So is there anything you can do to manage the person who's gaslighting you? To manage them is, it's one of the things around gaslighting is actually that it's kind of very difficult to identify when you're actually in it. Um, but I do think for people that are experiencing it, you would have a sense that something isn't right. Something, something is you're feeling an unease. And for anybody who would be experiencing this in uh, in the context of an abusive relationship, you know, they can reach out. We are available for support. Um, and what we would do when we try to support somebody in this situation is we would listen to them. We would believe what they're telling us. And we would talk to them and help kind of reframe their situation and their beliefs about themselves. So it's talking to people about their own strengths and their own qualities and really helping them to reconnect or connect with who they are as a person. And when they become more sure of themselves, they they, they grow in confidence. And that helps to counteract the effects of of the gaslighting. Um, And if anybody, I suppose, if anybody is listening today, um, and need support in relation to what we are talking about, we do have a free confidential helpline um, that c- people can ring in and chat to somebody about their experience and get support through there. I can give the phone number if that's okay. Yeah, sure. It's 1-800-200-504. 1-800-200-504. The other thing is, Sophie makes a great point that you know, this isn't just in intimate relationships. It can be in uh, general friendships. It can be at work. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it has the potential to, to exist in any kind of a relationship, um, and and when somebody, when there is a kind of differentiation around the power, or somebody is feeling threatened by another person, they may start using gaslighting as a way to 
control or manipulate the situation, the friendship, the relationship, or whatever context that might be in. Sophie, um, if you can spot this um, early enough, can you nip it in the bud? Um, I think, yeah, you could become a little bit more boring and maybe say okay and maybe to some of the comments that might be thrown at you or, you know, sometimes they will make up lies about you or they'll say that people were talking about you. Um, And I suppose it's about establishing a very strong belief about who you are as a person um, and holding that belief and believing it and being confident within it, I think. You know, if it's a situation in work, especially, like that's something you can't escape, Joe. Like that's 35 to 40 hours a week, you know, of somebody that if if you're in a situation like that, that, that's your bread and butter. You know, you have to maybe go to HR, I think. Um, maybe look up gaslighting first and see how you feel. Go to HR, maybe record some of the incidents that, you know, you feel that you've been gaslighted and just write them down as you go. Um, and I think it would be important as well. I mean, I remember at one point in my career, you know, there was a manager that I felt wasn't very nice to me. And she closed the door and was like, I want to have a conversation with you. But in that instance, I actually should have said, I want a witness in the room. So I think it's about, first of all, identifying exactly what backlighting is um, and then setting yourself up so that if anything does happen, Joe, you have the proof there, you've talked to HR and you have a witness as well. So I think that's important, especially within the workplace, um, you know, because it gives you a little bit of an argument um, and believe in yourself. Okay, listen, fantastic. Thank you both very much. Uh, Really interesting to chat to you about gaslighting this morning. Podcaster and friend of the Limerick Today show, Sophie Latouche and Gillian Baker from Adapt Limerick. And Adapt can help you, uh, as uh, Gillian mentioned. Uh, Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.